popolitikin.com. Hey, so um, welcome back to popolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Right now we're live on YouTube. Check me out on Spotify, Apple Music. One, two, one, two, and place to be with AP, the artist. How you doing? I'm blessed, man. Blessed. AKA the Messiah. AKA the Messiah. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I was telling, I was saying, man, um, so how, see, I, I call myself kind of, I be trying to do my thing, man. So I, um, I'm a part of this Oceanside group. Like, if you're a part, you know, them little Facebook Oceanside groups. So then I saw you, I saw they was talking about the house. Um, so I should show them or something. Let me try to show them if I can find it. But uh, so I saw they was talking about the house, but then I was like, let me go see who this guy is. And I saw the music and I was like, okay, let me go and reach out to him, see what he's talking about. Cause you know, like most of those people that were posted, they ain't gonna give you no, no chance to say your side. And I'm oh, pretty no. sure I already knew I was like, well, if he's doing all this, it's something that he's really trying to get out there to the people. So here Amen. we are. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for taking that that takes. That you know, that takes a certain not only initiative, but like like a certain sense of like uh I would say integrity to be like, I don't I I, I can't judge this this mo I, do you cuss on this? I don't know how Yeah, like, yeah, you good man. Okay. Uh like I can, I don't trust no other motherfucker until I until I see it for myself. So it, there's there's few people who've been doing that and I respect the hell out of that because you know all those people on the IG are basing it all off the IG. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, so, so. I want to I want to get into that too. But before I get into that, I just kind of want to get into your background. So you were saying, um, you were talking about first. You were saying, um, so just let us know, like how you, your beginnings, like how you got involved with music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, as as far as I mean, music, hip hop, um. Hip-hop specifically, but music, I, I was just like, I don't know, I guess like anyone else where it raised me, you know what I mean? Like when I was in my, when I was in my teens doing, uh, doing my stuff, man, I was like uh, Lil Wayne's, I can't feel my face mixtapes that uh, dedicate, like those, those are what, those are what, you know, kind of shaped our, just our whole perspective of game money, all that. But I was, uh, so when I, I'm, I'm one of eight children. And, uh, and it's a whole mixed, mixed, mixed family as far as like full brothers, full, uh, seven boys, one girl, the girl's the youngest. Uh, we moved, my mom moved us up from, you know, Imperial Beach, that's South San Diego type of, to North County to, uh, to make sure that we didn't get involved in the kind of stuff my dad did. Um, and then, uh, I, you know, I found, <laughs> I found my way anyways, but. Um, I was a sports guy, man. I was football, baseball. Like that was like, that was my way. But, um, because of us living in a two bedroom apartment with 10 people, I just found myself on the streets all the time. And, uh, you know, we, we, we were, we didn't got, we didn't have money like that. So I would just find ways to make sure that I got my little brother's school clothes. And the way that I found the easiest way was, uh, was robbing robbing places i when i was 14 years old robbing mcdonald's robbing kfc ski mask guns and everything bro um but uh, but i i guess when you look at it like i kind of like i ain't saying it was right but like you you just explain why like you coming from what you how many that, brothers yeah eight brothers sisters eight brothers eight brothers that's hearts. a lot of mouths to feed it's a lot no it, it i i i do not believe i did wrong i believe i did what i knew you know what i mean like like if you if you give someone uh, x amount of um, options and so like 
one of my options wasn't I didn't have nobody saying, look, this is this is how you get a job. This is how you like prepare for uh, your credit score that like I it, nothing like that. Like my my mom and my stepdad, they kind of just were trying to make sure that we had that place every month. You feel me? Right. Um, so so that's why I got into real quick. And I found out I was good at it. Um, and but the thing was, I was I was really good at sports. So so I was living in two different worlds. I would go to the school and, and in San Marcos, where I grew up, um, all the sports, it was predominantly white, you know, so like they lived on the other side of town. When I would go over to their house, it was like, damn, you got you got two refrigerators, <laughs> like, oh. stuff like that. Um, and uh, so. And I would build up. It was it was a it was it was conflicting because I was like, on on the one hand, I I was good at sports. On the other hand, I'd be there at practice. I'd be kicking it with these, um, and you know, it's just how I grew up. I I, I consider them like that, like white boys, and and I just knew I was like, man, I'm from the gutter though. Like I'm not like you guys. So um, every like few months, I would get out of juvenile hall go back to sports. They would let me out because they're like, you have such a good future. And then after a little bit, I would just go right back to like, I, like, man, but I need to make money for my, for sport? my football and baseball. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, you I did, so I guess, um, I don't know if that should have helped, but did the coaches know your situation? Man, that's, that's a fun. So my coaches, I, I like to say it like this, man. Um, I had the most horrible role models that, that you could ask for my I remember one of my coaches he would tell me all the time he'd sit there and be like you know I cheat on my wife every day and I'm as a kid I'm like looking up to my coach once I did some time and I'm looking back I'm like why did this motherfucker like what what is that what kind of like help is that like yeah. you know what I mean? um I I got out of uh because San Marcos is a small town so I, I I've been to this bar it's called cow shed shout out to cow shed it's a hole in the wall type thing but um one of the coaches uh that i had i saw him there one day one night and he seen me after years because i was good time and he and told him everything i was doing and he was like man angelo uh that's my uh my government angelo you you've always been a leader and i looked at him and i said why didn't you tell me that when i was in high school and he said oh well you know you were like you all you had it all figured out and you were you know you were a hothead I said, and I don't, I bought him a drink after I gave him the drink. I said, don't ever hold that back from another kid, man. Like I needed to hear that back then. Cause all I heard was that I belonged in jail and it, and it manifested, you know, he had, like, my coaches had opportunities to like re retell my narrative for me. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, shit, none of your coaches wanted, like, especially if they knew you was good, they should try to help you. They, 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 yeah, they knew I was good, but nah, man, nah, they like, like I was, I, I mean, but I see it like this. Like I've, I've, I've worked, I've worked with youngsters like professionally since I got out of prison and I don't care. I don't care if it's the hardest little, like, I don't care. I, I see past it. Cause I know it's all, I know what right. it really is, yeah. you know? And so I tell, I, I tell them all that coach who I told you, who said, I that dude died of cancer. And then another coach, he, he got caught up for some stuff. And I'm like, yeah. That's so no, I didn't, I didn't have, my role models were the homies on the streets. Like those were my role models. You know what I mean? 
So did you you end up going to jail for robbing? That's what you was in jail for? Uh, juvenile hall, I went to jail. Yeah, robbing all the time. And then, so what happened was when I was a, a senior, um, when everyone was getting their college letters, um, I, I got a bunch of them. But my coach told me, he said, you haven't been doing nothing with grades this whole, your whole high school career. He said, you're not going to college for football. And I don't know why he didn't, he waited till my senior year to tell me that, but he told me that then, right? And so once I heard that, I kind of, I just flipped a switch and I just said, well, fuck sports. I'm going to the homies to make money. And uh, real soon, like right after high school, I graduated high school in juvenile hall. Um, right after that, the summer of 2009, uh, I, I went straight to, uh, to slanging, man. And I got, I got into uh, meth for the first time. And within within three months of doing meth, I, I went into PCP and then I did a residential burglary. I got a strike and they sentenced me to 84 days. And I was like, 84 days, that's nothing. But I had no idea about the strike. So I did that 84 days, got out. And before that, like I said, I was pushing stuff and, and I was the man, but I got out with nothing. So I was just staying places. And uh, I tried to, you know, we were supposed to, collect from someone not over $200, bro. I went over to his pad where he was just, he was like, he was not a homie, but he was, uh, you know, we acquaintance and, uh, ended up getting in a fight. Uh, and I, and I, you know, I beat him up or we fought, but I, I got him and he caught the cops. And since I had a prior strike, they gave me the maximum term, which was four years. They doubled it to eight and added mm. five years for an enhancement so i got sentenced at 13 years as a 19 year old and uh and that's kind of that's when like that's when that whole chapter of my life began bro yeah but it sounds like uh i don't know i just i know like with me i used to play sports too it sounds like your coaches failed you because even i mean when i was growing up we couldn't even play like you had to have a's and b like they wanted you to have a's and b but i mean but you had at least be passing like you had D's and L's, coach. Bro. You need to play like coach. You wouldn't be on the team with no D's and L's. So I was, I was, that, I was that, that good. I was that good, but but looking back, yeah, they failed me, bro. They should have hella helped me with discipline, bro. You know what I mean? They, yeah. I used to really take the take the burden on myself, and then the more I learned, the more I worked with youngsters, the more I learned about myself. I was like, man, can you ever really blame a, a little kid? A teenager, for you, can't, I, I just can't. I can't blame them because it's like they, they're, they're sponges. So they, they, their actions, their worldview, like we as elders, we as adults, we as mentors, we're meant to tell them who they are. That's what we're here for, you know. But yeah, I was, I was, I was hella did wrong. I believe that. So you, um, you had, you didn't go to. So when the eight years wasn't in juvenile, though, right? No, no, that was that was state. That was state, man. So how, how was you able to survive that? That's a long time. So I'll, I'll tell you this. this I think you this said seven years, right? Seven and a half years, yep. Seven and a half. Um, this is this is what did it. So I was I uh in the beginning, I tried to commit suicide. Um, mm. I never done heroin, and I and I was like, I'm gonna buy all this heroin and I'm gonna shoot it up. And uh um Hey, where you get where you get your weed from, by the way? I'm just letting you know I got a weed brand out, bro. Let me shoot you something. Get something from you, shit. Okay, let me get you something, bro. I'm I'm a, I'm a, from, um, right now, I go to most of the um, 
you know, they got delivery people now. So mm. one of them named like Better Days. Oh, okay, okay. Collection, West Coast Farms. Okay. And I got okay. one of my homies, like the street dude. Like I still go to him, but yeah, I mean shit for sure. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you some, my man. Um, so so I tried to do that. The dude who was supposed to give me it that night, he ended up using it himself and he committed suicide. Wow. I I I, I woke up. Uh, I, I was awake all night, but when they opened the cells for breakfast, so they opened it at like the crack of dawn in, in the county. Um, I went into a cell to see more on like, what the fuck? Why didn't you shoot me? And he was dead. This big, I'm talking 280 pound buff dude dead from that stuff. And I just saw his body right there, man. And it shook me. And I just, all I said was, I'm not fucking with that stuff. But I still was on a like depressed. And then this OG from Oceanside, bro. Stewie Talawal, B-Hog, he was doing, he was serving, he was looking at, he had just got sentenced to like a hundred something, something years to life. Yeah. We used to, we used to joke with him like, man, you got a old Testament term, bro. Oh. <laughs> um, and, uh, he, this ooze and he, he took me under his wing and he would tell me things like, bro, you got it right here. Like, like you're smart, man. And he talked me up in a way that all those coaches should have and yeah. and he and I, I was surprised because I was like he has no stake in the game he doesn't benefit from me doing good so why is he saying all this shit I know why he's saying it because somebody didn't tell him that shit amen amen yeah. and so he passed it to me and so he com he convinced me to like change my life and I said what do I do bro like how do I make sure I don't get lost like you're saying he said you gotta learn spend your whole time learning educate yourself and so right then, I picked up a book, um, an introduction to uh, literature, college textbook, and I was just reading it, reading how to how to write. I've always been like a writer. I've always been into music, but that really like gave me structure and organization. And from there, I was like, "Fuck, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my degree." So I got my my associate's degree in there. I became a tutor in there. I, you're talking about a 20, 21, 22 year old helping like 40, 50, 60 year olds get their GD, get their college. Like, and the most gangster motherfuckers are like just real people saying, man, I just want to do this so I can make my family proud. That, that changed my life, bro. Because I'm like, damn, man, I, I was able to see past all the, you know, all the appearances and how we were all just like, just trying to make someone proud. And, uh, so that, that pretty much gave me everything to this focus, this laser focus of like, I prayed to God. I said, God, you let me learn. I, I promise you, I promise you I'll teach what I learned the rest of my life. And uh, I've stuck true to that promise, man. So, um, uh, and when I say learn, I don't, I don't mean just books. Like most, most, like I spent a lot of time in there reading books, but out here I learned from people, you know what I mean? Um, so, so that's what that's what got me through that time because um, I, I didn't, you know, I, I barely I got one visit a year from my family. Um, Damn, you say you got like eight brothers and sisters, though. I know that that's that's a <laughs> whole Damn. story, bro. Whole story in itself, like like feeling hella, hella um, abandoned. You know what I mean? But that but that time, that time in there created in me this like this core resilience that nothing out here can stop me bro like nothing 
because I've been to the bottom, 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 <laughs> you know, in there, it, it, um, it's, it's easier out here to attach ourselves, to attach our, to distract ourselves or attach our identities to just things in there. I couldn't say, well, at least I got a girl. At least I got money. At least it's like, I don't got shit. So what am I going to do? So I, 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 so what do you, so like, what do you like how you said, so once all that stuff go away, what do, what do you stand on? Right here, right here. What like nobody, nobody could ever take what you know, man, what you believe dreams. That's why this whole, and uh, this might be fast forwarding a little bit, but the house thing, I, I, the reason I was so adamant on protecting them from the police is because I believe Anything in this world that hinders our ability or hinders our dreams or, or to dream, I believe that's the enemy, bro. That's the op. Like, we're, we're, we're meant to dream, bro. Like, I, I spent all those years dreaming, dreaming and scheming, bro. Yeah. You, you, I, I kind of remember now, I was like, damn, man, they, they kind of program us to not dream. Because you remember, like, growing up, what they be telling you, stop daydreaming. Stop daydreaming. No, fool. That's what you better be doing. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yeah. man. Yeah, dreamy man, dreamy because like, because we, like pe people up dream there, bro. Too. Huh? I said, and dream bigger at that. Dream big, oh, bro. Well, that's that's my whole objective with the house thing. Think about it, man. You got a, you got a, you got a bunch of young, um, homeless runaways, whatever. Who, who? Every day they were just like they tell me stories, man. And every day they just trying to find a place to rest their head. And now they're living in a two-story, 3,000-square-foot home in Oceanside. Already, just by them being in there, I've, I've done something for them. They've seen something that they could call theirs that no one could ever take from them. They can't. No one could ever take this past few months from them. They're going to believe. They're going to remember this the rest of their lives. And they're going to be like, well, no, if AP can have a house like this, why can't I? And that's it. You know, that's the, like we don't we don't have to just tell them to dream big. We show them what it looks like. So what's the what's the background about their house? Like how long oh, yeah. had it and all that? Um, so it's I mean, I'm renting. I'm, I'm renting. It. I'm not you know, I wish I wish uh, I wish I like that's a almost damn. Yeah, because actually, like, like I said, I, I told you I stay around the area. So um, when like, I stay in the condos, I don't stay. I don't pay like that. But um, I, I actually own it. But my boy, he lived, he lived like on Frazee. I know okay. the house would be like 900,000, almost a million. Yeah. So, but he so first off, I guess so. So the guy you rented from doesn't mind what you're doing. Oh no, they do. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I did. I did it without permission. <laughs> oh, but shit. um, but uh, I I was making a statement. Um, but I the the plan the plan wasn't they are the problem is because of the paint. But the reason I painted it like that was because. Um, one of the youngsters, I told him, I said, this house is yours, bro. Like, this is your home. So I go to Walmart to get a bunch of stuff. I come back and he's spray painting on the garage. And like, like real, like, um, like uh, innocent with like, I look at, look at what I did. And I, I'm like, fuck. Like, but I, I thought I don't want him to get in trouble. So I just painted over. I painted the whole thing and be like, I'm painting with you. So that was my, that was how that painting part started. And you know what I see when I see that house anyway? I just be thinking about the boondocks. 
Hey, you remember yeah. that year when Riley was spray painting the house? <laughs> yeah, 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 bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, like the house, it really, I, I think like this, man. Like, it, I, I did. I've always wanted to be able to create, um, like a just a a space, a collective for young artists and experienced artists and creators to just like share and create together. So that because that's what I believe we're here to do. Um, so. So I was gone for that house for about a year while I was going through a separation with my ex-wife. But I made sure they had a pad like that. I was paying rent on that thing when I was gone. And then after the year was up, everyone moved out. So I came back and I had a whole I had a whole whole other plan. Like I, I was in like I was in the um, adult film industry. I was in music stuff. I had production stuff going and I had it all planned out. And then one of these youngsters that I worked with told me he was homeless and I went to pick him up. I took him to in and out over there, right on the one one And, uh, I was thinking, I'm just going to give him some food and keep pushing. And then just God spoke to me, man. said, man, you got that whole house. Are you serious? So I said, man, just come through. You could stay in the, you could stay in this, in the garage. And, uh, and then he asked if another little homie could come through. And I was like, I said, no, but he didn't have a phone, so he already told him to come through. So he gets there, and uh, I, right when he knocks on the door, I open it up. I see him, and God just tells me again, like, welcome him in. And I'm like, I said, come in, little homie. And he he was like, oh, I'll pay you $30 a day. I said, man, you, for one, I know you don't got $30 a day. But, but shit for that house. Yeah, and I said, don't trip, bro. But I had a music studio, so he went in there. He saw it and he was like, what? This is like heaven. And it clicked right there. I was like, okay, I got to change it up then. I got to make sure that I, all the stuff I had planned, I do it for the little homies. Uh, all the creative stuff I had planned. Bro, a week later, I got like 20 youngsters in there. <laughs> 20 youngsters, bro. And uh, all of them are just from different parts of life, different walks of life, different forms of entrepreneurs, creators who just need need a role model. You feel me? Need someone who believe in them, who needs someone who will like protect their dreams. You feel me? So it turned into just a nice gesture from a nice gesture into like, no, I'm here to protect your guys' dreams, like dream big while you're here. And uh, now they have like a they have something where kicking October first. So I'm I'm these youngsters. I I I made it into an official church, like a nonprofit. Um, and I'm trying, man. I'm like that's why I came here to the Bay. Actually, it got super hot over there. The haters, people coming, taking pictures, like. So and then I just got this opportunity to do um, because someone saw what was going on. And for me, the way I believe I'm going to be able to provide everything I, I, that these that this thing needs is I'm going to blow up the music. That's that's how I that's what I believe I can do, do it by. So um, my boy up here who created um, MFK, that's what it's called, MFK Church. He created it with me while we were locked up not even knowing it was going to be this. We just had, it was just our group name. Uh, and then uh, he, he's up here in, in the Bay. He said, man, you know, 
come up here, this this guy, he's a his name's Bars Makes Bangers. He's a Grammy Award winning producer. He said, I, I want to do a project with you. So I came up here with nothing, bro. I had I had nothing but a U-Haul, no money. Uh, I, and I've been I've been being taken care of, man. My my boy, his and his wife, like they just been like helping man just super helping and super helpful and 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 things are like september like the six or something yeah hello you were breaking up some yeah you good now okay um so it's like september six right now yeah i think so or the fifth Fifth, six 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 six, six, yeah six uh i just i'm i believe bro i believe something is gonna happen by october 1st so that i can give these kids another place to live you feel me oh, that's so what they, I, they gotta move out now yep by, by, october, oh. by october 1st yep yeah i mean say because that's what i said i saw it on the um in the little group and i was reading most of the comments so i don't know i, I was like uh Oh, that shit's stupid to me, man. People got to see what's going on first, but I know out here in Oceanside, I already know how it is. Oh, I know. Oh, the 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 number one haters are the neighbors. Yeah, they probably looking at it like property value and shit like that. They, the, it's that, but also I'm gonna keep it all the way real. They're 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 racist, bro, and they're afraid. They're afraid of like they just see us and they think we're just I don't. Just think we're criminals, bro. When it's like, man, these kids are just kids. Like they're youngsters. They're, there's 18, 19 year olds. There's 17 year olds, 16. Youngest was 15. And it's like, man, they're just kids, man. Like, of course they're like, they're from the streets. Like what, what do you think that they know? I'm trying to, sh we like, we could work together to show them a different way. Like all the haters out there, I've tried to tell them like, you don't get it. We're like you guys want you guys want them to look different, talk different, be different. I was like, I want them to be better. Like we're we're all we're really doing the same thing, but you guys just you guys just give up on on this class of people because I I'm them, you know, I'm them still. But I I've been blessed with belief, bro. I've been blessed with the opportunity for people to believe in me when I was in prison. And uh, an author commissioned me to illustrate her children's book. That's some crazy shit, bro. Children's book. I'm in prison. And but the biggest part was that she believed in me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to say what's the, like they get mad. But what's the difference between what you're doing in like a foster home or something? That could be like a foster home. Exactly. It, exactly. It's because I didn't do it the way it's that you spray painted the building. Like they just get mad at that. That's what that's what it's always about. Because it sounds like a foster home to me or a group home or something. So what? Why are they exactly. mad? At exactly. 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 People. People. People just don't. They're so used to. Uh, they're so used to. You know, uniformity. Like foster homes have to look like this, and really, and I, I've. I, Man, they, uh, they probably want the place to look like a prison. That's how they want the foster home to look like a prison building. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. That's it, man. Because what I, what I'm doing is outside of the system, outside of the system, bro. Matter of fact, I wrote. Hey, last night, last night, um, just anticipating this, like I 
got inspired, bro, by Nipsey. Like, the spirit of Nipsey was with me, and I wrote this verse, bro. And it starts off shouting you out, actually. <laughs> um, but... You gotta let me hear that. But at the end of it, it says, it says like, I'm not... It says, fine, you wanna hear the verse? Yeah. Let me, let me, let me, all right. So I'll just, I'll just, I'll just do it just like this, bro. Just, um, acapella. It goes, shout out to politics. I ain't for politics, but I'm on that other shit. That brother shit. That day one's making magic out of nothing shit. And the ain't one's getting none of it. Yeah, none of it. Fuck around and none of bitch. My niggas put your head on stream and none of Twitch. I've been so cocked. You think Yeezys was my sponsorship. I've been so cross, you think Jesus is among us shit. Look what I've done this year. That shit took you a dozen years, nigga. We got it figured, then we doubled them figures. Father told me this your jungle here, Simba. And I've been killing them scars. Santa Rita sells, Emeryville. I'm really with bars. Lil bro wouldn't finish the bond. Bigger bro sat me down, said just listen to God. If he brings you this far, believe he go finish the job. Move the plug to show who's really in charge. Now my kids is in charge. Now my... Bitches in charge. Fuck the top. We ain't happy till the system is ours. That was it. <laughs> no, that's what I said, man. I be like, I like the music. Uh, you do the production too? Oh no, no. Well, for the ones you see on IG, I I've done most of those, but um, for for no, my my main dude is up here. Bars makes bangers, bro. Like we're we're trying to like we're trying to create a circuit, bro, between the Bay and San Diego, so that we, you know so that we can have a like bridge the communities you know what i mean i believe i believe in the music uh in the music circle context i believe we we all we all like are just like kind of like thirsty for uh like a, a revival you know what i mean like dago dago needs a revival as far as like you know, we, we've been stuck in like a little box as far as music goes. Same with the Bay. Like there's there's just a lot of stuff that's just kind of like everyone's waiting for the next thing. And I believe like I believe we can do it, man. We can make the next thing. And it's part the house is actually part of it, because if you think about it, like it's all for the next generation. I, I, I told these kids I, I, I gave everything, bro, in the in the in the month or so that um, it started. I all I had left from all the work I did, I had like 20, 20, 30 racks. I spent it all on them because I told them, I said, I will give everything for you to put you on my shoulder and help you see further than I've seen because you're the next generation. Like you like they have the opportunity to like whether or not the next generation lives in heaven or hell. Like I mean here, like heaven, hell here. Right. You feel me? Like be, you know, and so someone's got to do it like all all the dms i would get is like you should do this you should do that you should do this i said man help me i'm the one actually doing something <laughs> you know if you got so many concerns put you know grab a shovel <laughs> you know so so have you seen um have you seen like change already with the kids and stuff absolutely absolutely bro the first the first thing I would say is in their is in their face, bro. Like they they're lit now. Like at, that that's what stability does. First of all, oh. once they don't have to worry about getting arrested for sleeping on the bus or getting like 
you know, there's a bunch of bunch of predators out there, bro. What you know? Um, there you go. Yeah, they they could believe like for the next month or two months, like I'm here. That's what they believe. So in so so that they they get a calmness, a peace. And then um, and then the other thing, I, I work with them every day. I ask them right when they got there, anyone who gets there, I said, What do you what are your dreams, bro? And uh, almost all of them are creators, man, or entrepreneurs. So um, I do what I can, but I mean, I'm sure I'm sure you know, but just I mean, imagine like a dozen to 15 kids all being supported by one motherfucker, <laughs> you know? Um, so I, I've done what I could. And now that I'm um, I now that I'm in the bay trying to make this happen, um, there's more people helping. You know, there's more people helping. They got their own. They got their own uh, showing that they could step up. And I knew it. They were all scared when I was leaving. They're like, what do we, I said, I'm going to, I'm there a phone call away, but you guys got it, man. And, you know, just kind of like help them get in their roles. Like you're the, you're the house manager. You're in charge of this thing. Like make sure that the food is boom. And, uh, they've been doing it, man. So th those are the kind of changes they say, they say, cause I have a degree in applied psychology and, uh, uh, I was, I was real into sociology. They say that the most effective way to get disparaging groups or, you know, different, uh, different opinion groups, different races, whatever to agree is you get them to do things together, mm. man. You got every, every Cree, every race in that home who are trying to learn how to live with one another. And, and, and they're, and it's beautiful. They're resolving conflict. They're figuring like they're, even if sometimes they got to fight each other, but then realize like, okay, how, how do we move forward they're doing all that man and they're they're like learning how to be uh forgiving learning how to maintain their boundaries learning how to like um budget learning how to make money learning how to create art uh, learning how to be like uh make money as creators you know what i mean so all the someone texted me today one of one of the youngsters his name is caleb shout out caleb what up boy um he said he said I've learned more in these past two week, one week that you've been gone than I have in all my school years. Mm. And I said, I know because this is real. This is real. You yeah, know what no. I mean? <laughs> so. So, yeah. There's oh, definitely so what do you when you was talking about the predators, what do you mean by that? You said it's a lot of predators around. Oh, uh, I, I, I meant for them in the streets. They, just, they yeah. would just they would just tell me, you know, like. Um, like there, I'll, I'll give an example, man. Like some of the kids are real uh, affiliated and, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing per se with any one particular, you know, hood or nothing, but there's a lot of OGs that are just in a box, man. They're in a box and they've only seen as far as, um, they've only seen as far as the Oceanside Pier. You feel me? And so, um, so, you know, it, the, and they, and they, uh, that's that's not a those aren't predators that's that's just another element but the other ones is straight up just like um older people who are trying to just like take advantage of these kids man you feel me like 
those are to me those are predators like whether they're taking advantage of them by um like like mistreating them or taking advantage of them by taking their like um extorting their skills their talents like they see so a kid who's like who has drive or something and they extort their talents for their own gain and to me that's a predator bro you know what i mean like like we're here to we're here to put them to put them up like to the next generation our goal should be that they have more than us that's my opinion like that they learn more than us that they see more than us because uh what's it mean if i go so far you feel me like if i if i go so far but like i but i don't bring no one with me what's it mean it it doesn't mean nothing to me um so yeah and then predators obviously i'm i'm like like literally like like kids who are adults who like uh violate kids like those kind of predators those are out there too in the homeless in all those homeless communities that, like they stay they stay in places where they can't they don't feel safe enough to sleep at night they have to just keep walking around at night because they don't want to stay in the same place that's what i'm gonna say too so i was gonna say like like homeless people now what they do right now is a heat wave going on i know i I, man you would think you would think that everyone would have supported this shit like that's what i thought i thought once i put it on social media i thought people would be like amen amen like how can we help but uh I don't know. I really don't. I really do not. To me, I, I, I just I think that I think a lot of people just take the easy route of making a, a judgment. And it's easy to write someone off when it's like something that's easy to write off. It's like, oh, that's uh, that's vandalism. That guy's a criminal. Those kids are all bad. It's like, yeah, you just hella took the easy route up. <laughs> easy route. Like, come talk to the kids. Talk to them. No one does that. <laughs> but they're there. So what would you say to those people that saying that? I would tell I would tell them to just like just like you're doing I and I say this to them all the time. I said let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. If you if you have a conversation with me, um I I believe like the way I've done this, the way I built this thing and and I'm a storyteller, bro. Like I post on social media what I post. You feel me? Um, but people make all these judgments and I tell them, look, man, if anyone was going to do this, I'm qualified. I have like, I, like I've been through it. I have, I'm educated. I dropped out of grad school for this. You know what I mean? Um, and I've worked as a social worker. I worked side by side with the police, um, to help youth. Like I've worked for diversion programs. I worked for um, alternative to detention programs. So I'm I'm pretty qualified. So have a conversation with me. And if you have a conversation with me, then you'll see that we actually are really on the same team. We're just doing different things. And, and if not, what is happening is all these, and I'm talking like, I get hate every single day, bro. All these people who are just spewing hate and ignorance, they're... Uh, they're perpetuating the same shit that we claim is the problem with this world. 
What did he say though? Give us give us a uh, yeah, give us so, like a general letter, like a DM what they'll so, send you to say. The biggest the biggest thing, the most frequent is that I'm I'm just a criminal who who doesn't belong in society and that I'm like I shouldn't and that I'm not a good influence to these kids. That's the biggest one, bro. That's the now these like, are white people saying this or like every race? Um, for sure, white people. <laughs> I'll say that for sure. The ones, um, a bunch of them have like fake Instagram accounts. So I don't know who what race they are, but um the ones who who have, um, I would <laughs> I, maybe it's a coincidence. I don't think so, but it's been 85, 90% white motherfuckers, bro. The neighbors for sure are just the one I there there are three neighbors that hate for real. And the one that doesn't, she's a Filipino girl. She 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 doesn't mind at all. She cooks food for us. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, um, I'm just trying to think. Like that was me. Like, I don't think I would have a problem with it that much. Like, long they don't fuck around, fuck with my shit. Like, once they fuck with my shit, then I got a problem. But that ain't bothering me. They stand doing their thing. Now, if it's like noise shit, then I can, you know, if it's get to like that, I will have a problem. But just by how it looks. I won't have a problem with it. Yeah, well, that well, that's that's because you're a different breed, brother. Huh. <laughs> you're a whole different breed, for real. That's why I'm saying. That's why I mean by that San Diego, like this. This is just a little microcosm. It's just a little. Um, it's a it's a test. It's a it's a um, what do they call a sample test of what of the of the issues that we have in San Diego, man. It's like. Like we need some color in our life, bro. Yeah, because I look at it because basically you like instead of you doing that, they'd rather have them kids in jail somewhere. That's, a, that's, that's basically what they're kind of saying. Bro, I told I bro, statistically, if if a if a if a kid that young is already homeless, statistically, they're gonna end up in prison or in addiction. Right. So every day that they're not homeless, we're chipping at that statistic. You know, so like, let's chip at it. Like, 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 is it really that big of a deal? Like, let's like someone else give their house. Like, <laughs> give me another house, man. Like, let's give these like, let's give something to these kids. Like, we have so much to give, bro. We have so much to give. Like, I'm home, bro. I'm I came out in the Bay homeless. Um, thank God. Like I said, my boy and his wife are taking like taking care of me, helping me out. But even as a homeless dude, I have so much to give. I have so much, man. Like, so all of us, like people like you, people who, who actually like see it, like we, like we, we, like I see, I see there's just a, this big old, big old division that's happening in culture, bro. You know what I mean? And for some reason, there's something about them white folks. <laughs> mm. It's the air superiority. That's what it is, man. It's the air superiority, air of entitlement. And they think they think that they could just dictate everything. And so they really hate it, especially the cops. Man, I fuck, I told the cops, you are not welcome here. Get off my property. I've, I've talked cops. Oceanside cops. Yep. Yep. I've told them straight to their face. Get out. Get out of here. Like I, I wanted to show the kids and people on social media that I'll talk to a cop the same way I talk to anyone. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, like no, if like you have no right here, get out of here. And uh, but they come when neighbors call. That's what they say all the time. We were called. We were called. We were called. Well, I didn't call you. 
And I'm, <laughs> you know what they call it, but what they what they what they trying to do? Come noise complaint, bro. The, the they first time they came by, I was painting at seven o'clock at night. Seven o'clock, I was bumping the radio. I was bumping some steel poles, um, painting, and they came by and said that there's complaints, complaints. I said it's seven o'clock, and they said, well, you can't, you know, your name. I said, I said, nah, you and. I have a video on it and everything. I said, you guys are tripped. They're trying to creep up on, into the house. I said, get off my property. You are not welcome here. This is my church. You are not welcome here. We did not call you. And they're like, well, your neighbors complain. And I said to them, I said, so if I make a complaint about anybody, you're going to arrest them? You know, like, no, we know what the difference is. Like if I, my, the neighbors right across the street from us, they're just like the, they're just the definition of like, of racism bro I, and i told them i said if i call if i call the cops on them right there you guys go arrest them and they said oh well you know we have to come back again and i was like man get the fuck out of here bro you know so no you got like a gofundme or something going on uh i i think i think well no i have a i have a page on a um to do, to donate to mfk church it's not a gofundme it's like okay yeah, yeah, it's it's actually for the church. Um, but the way I'm doing it, because I, you know, I know, I know it's it's hard to donate. So the way I'm doing it is I'm 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 creating my brand so that I can give people stuff, like give them merch so that they can buy the merch, and that all goes towards it. Because I'm trying to do a big, I'm trying to make sure these kids got a place by October first, man. All of them. You said you got a weed line too, right? I got a yeah, voodoo, voodoo magic. It's called voodoo magic cannabis bro it's so it's it's a it's intention infused cannabis that it's designed to enhance creativity i'm telling you i'm gonna show you i'm gonna send you all the shit and then you're gonna smoke if you smoke it i guarantee you bro that you're gonna have some sort of enlightenment some sort of revelation man yep it's voodoo it's magic <laughs> you might got something else in that in it ain't just weed <laughs> It's nothing, no, nothing crazy, nothing crazy, nothing that uh, no one's gonna like be like. Oh, uh, how long this been out? For? How long you had it? How long you been had this out for? Bro, uh, I literally just, I've been, it's been in the works with with my my boy nonstop. Uh, he's he's my manager up here, nonstop management. Uh, it's been in the works for for months, for for since last year. But as far as launching, we we are pretty much launching like now. You know, like that's why that's. That's a, a big reason why I came up here too, um, because uh, it's it's mostly established here. But I'm trying to create that bridge from the Bay to Dago. So, okay. yep. So, um, so what you say? What's what's next for you, man? Um, I'm, uh, so music, this music thing, man. Music events. I uh, where I got a. Like I said, uh, the producer out here, his name's Bars Make Bangers. He, when he does DJs, DJ bangs. Um, we're, 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 our goal is that um, by the end of this month, we, we could have several events that are popping enough to get the ball rolling that we could just do this circuit where we do an event and, uh, and, and then by Halloween that we have just this major event where this story is told combined with music, combined with merch, combined with like um, open mics, let like giving artists who aren't heard, heard a platform. And by then, um, 
I just believe, you know, I, I think someone will pick up on it. I, I, I've, I believe that Kanye West is going to just hear about it and give and sign me and give me all the money I need to do all this, bro. Yeah. I hope, you know, yeah. somebody. He probably would if he knew about it. I believe that, bro. Help me out, man. Help me get to him, bro. I've been I've been believing Ye is going to do something to help this cause for more than a year now, bro. Just off vision. Just off a dream vision I had. So, so yeah. That's dope. That's dope. All right, man. Shit, it was nice talking to you, though, G. You too, bro. So, hey, so what do you go by, though? Oh, P.O. go by Poe. Okay. Yeah, Poe Politician. Okay, I'm a, when I hey, I'm gonna lay down that track today, and I'm gonna send it to you because oh, that's the thing, Voodoo, Voodoo. Um, it's being launched with the mixtape. Uh, it's called uh, Voodoo, make the mixtape that made us famous. So, um, that's coming out soon. So if I, you know, if I could get that to you as as well as a bundle of a bundle of that smoke skis to show you. I'm telling you, it's nothing crazy. There's no like PCP in there, or nothing, bro. It's just <laughs> I gotta try it out though. Yeah, I, I'm I, mean, man, I, I like what you're doing, man. Like I said, you got to uh, that's one thing I think will separate you from a lot of artists is like you really like you basically live in your cause. So people are already going to see you genuine. And like I said, the music actually you actually got to me. I want to hear some real some full songs. because, Like I said, um, the song, the videos I've been liking. So I like yeah. the flow and everything. So shit, I think you got some, man. You got to. Hey, Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, bro. I, hey, I appreciate you reaching out for real. Like, if I could say one thing to anyone, like, please reach out. Just let's have a conversation. You feel me? Like, that's what it's about. Sit at the table. Let's talk, man. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna send you some music too. Oh yeah, I've been saying too, man. I saw you. Uh, I saw one video. Y'all was like doing a showcase. So were yeah. there all kids from the house? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what. That's what. That's my goal because you know, like. No one's heard of him, so help him be heard. You feel me? Like, like let, somebody like King Bryce or something? Yeah, King Bryce, Brother Q. GZ uh, Kite. GZ Kite. He's the one who was like, he was the main, uh, I, call it, I call it sharing the spotlight, giving the spotlight. Instead of taking it, I call it giving the spotlight. So uh, King Bry, um, Brother Cuban, uh, Jung the Alien, me, we're, we're like OG artists, but GZ Kite, He's like no one's heard of him, so so we made sure he he finished. Like he's he's a closer. Like give him the spotlight. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah. So that's why. I'm, and I did that. I did all that with like no budget, bro. So I'm trying to do bigger things just with collaboration. So, um, you know, if anything's on your mind with collaborating, let me know, bro. All right for sure. Then what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? I like to say, man, that it can't be done without you. It can't be done without you. And and I I'll say this, man. Uh, again, I've I've received more hate in the past two months than I've ever received in my life. But because um, you spray paint the house, as far as as far as numbers go. But <laughs> as far as love, like the few people who shown love, like their love is is felt. You feel me? So their their love goes a long way. So shout out to like, man, the ones who are rocking with it are rocking tough. It's like like they're rocking with it, bro. So shout out to all. I got shout out my people, Malcolm Sab Sab the Lab, like LLC. You know, Malcolm's out there. I don't know if you know who that is, but um, uh, he has a label called Sab, and uh, 
the homegirl Chloe. What's up, Chloe? All the youngsters, Ivan, Caleb, Jacob, Queso, the little young and just got locked up today. Mr. Pack, like all you all. And then all obviously all the people like my like family, moms, of course, nonstop and his, his wife, Stephanie and his kid, everyone. The Bay has shown me love, bro. The Bay has shown me love, bro. It's been crazy. So I believe we're going to make a we're going to make a real a real substantial bridge from here to Dago, Dago to the Bay, like a real bridge, not not like a physical bridge, but like a real life. uh a living bridge so yeah but I, I guess i was trying to see so like with the house again like so what are they actually mad like what's what's the what they angry is they angry because you spray painted the house or just the fact it's so much, that's big, so much that's commotion big, over there no that's the biggest part vandalism oh. and we're about to we're about to like clean it up too like they there's hella tripping man like it's gonna. I want to see what they trip on after I clean it up because we got a whole squad that's about to renovate the whole house. Um, they're just volunteering, so I want to see what they say after that. <laughs> so how long? How long has the house been like this so far? Uh, I think it's only it's only been like three weeks. Damn, they like that already. I'm telling you, man, it's been like three <laughs> weeks. Three oh. weeks, maybe maybe a month, maybe a month, but that's it. Like, like they hella. Bro, yeah, but hey, if it was a while, like if it was like I don't know, if it was a couple months or something, or six months, something like that. Hey, maybe, but all publicity, right now, all publicity is good publicity, bro. No, nah, it's smart. <laughs> yeah, smart, good, good move, good move, good move. I like it. You get it. All right, man. Uh, you got any shout outs? Uh, shout out. I gotta just shout out. First of all, to my baby, Camila, that's my life. Camila, I love you, baby. I got to see her today. Uh, I love you, baby. You're everything. And then just just to the whole voodoo squad, bars makes bangers, nonstop management. What up to Herbal Bueno, Mom? Like, those are my my boys in the Bay, bro, that they're making it happen. I, I like I would I would have had nothing left, bro, if if the homies right here in the Bay, the, my brothers, if they didn't like extend their homes to me you feel me like everything right there shout out to malcolm he already knows and uh that's it man shout out to you poe for for real shout out to you bro like what you're doing um what you've done just to reach out like and it, and the fact that you've created a platform and you're willing to use it to have this conversation shout out to you bro real talk i'm telling you we're gonna talk more i'm gonna get you some voodoo bro <laughs> All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me for sure. All right, family. Yeah, man. We gonna have to uh, shit. Like I said, especially like I don't know, man. People stay at Oceanside. I be trying to like really support them. So uh, yeah, anytime you got something going on, like you come out with a new project, uh, let me know because I got another podcast I'll be doing too. So we can bring okay. you on there too. Okay.